0: Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there is Nikki Kinzer. Hello, Hello, Nikki. Hello,
1: everyone. Hi, Pete. Happy New Year.
0: Oh, did you have a good one? Did you do all right? Did you make it through your vacation? Did you miss me too much?
1: I did. I did. That's why I'm here right now. That's why
0: we're here, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's hard, and we were talking before we started about how hard it is, I think, to take a vacation, well, you know that there is this whole. Um, it, it takes practice. It takes time to get into it and figure out how to do it, and and really start to reap the rewards of it. Such that when you come back, if you finally find you're getting good at it, and you you are feeling yourself getting back into the mode of like of capturing, recapturing energy, that there is sorrow. There is a different kind of sorrow right. coming back to work. It's not like like I missed work. Like I missed right, hanging out right. with you and podcasting it's not the and work. hanging out with yeah. our community. Totally, yeah. But the the idea, like I was just getting good at this other thing, right? I was just getting right. good at at being a part of a, a different kind of universe, which is hard. And there's,
1: there's something about... And just being able to know that, well, I have tomorrow. I have yeah. the next day. like I have a few days in front of me where I'm not scheduled to do anything, where I could get some of this stuff done or do nothing or yeah. whatever. And so, yeah, it, is, uh, it was a great break. And I do highly recommend that people deplug too, because I did go off of social media.
0: I noticed that. And
1: really tried not to. Yes. And I really tried not to look at my email, too, because that would that would stir up a little bit of stress. Like, oh, I need to get back to this person. I'm like, no, my out of office is on. They know when I'm returning. It's okay. Like you have to have those conversations with yourself. But
0: every day it's um, that's part of the mindfulness practice is just actually telling yourself, okay. I know how to do this. I have put the yes. pieces in place to, to manage my life without me in it. I, right. I can afford I can to do back. this emotionally, intellectually, cognitively. Like I can decrease my load here because I've done the right things. And right. Uh, I, I have to remind myself that's my constant anxiety is what is going on. When I'm away, like something is falling apart. It's always yes. falling.
1: Someone's going to be mad or that's I don't right. know, something. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. It's But it's we are hard. here yes.
1: and we are back and it's 2020. That's right. Do you want to talk
0: just a little bit about what we're going to do for the first uh, six weeks or so this year?
1: Well, it doesn't start today. So it is something that we're going to end up doing um, after today, because today we had to do a little bit of pre-planning. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about goals and setting up realistic goals. So today we're going to be talking about that because I think the realistic piece is the part that we're really going to emphasize on uh, today. Uh, But going forward in the next few weeks, we are going to do a workplace type of theme series. Right. right, of of the workplace. And we're going to talk about different um, subjects, different topics that people in our Discord have been asking questions about. And uh, we're hoping to get a few guests to come on and, and join us to, uh, to, to join the conversation with us. And uh, so we're still kind of working on what those topics are going to be and what the outline is, but it is definitely going to be all around the workplace. So we want people to stay tuned and, and know that that's what our focus is going to be.
0: Right. And so much of that was part of was an outcome from our uh, uh, our, our Q&A episode at the end of last year. which Absolutely. Which so many questions came in related to uh, ADHD at work. So we we have some folks uh, lined up but We're just working on scheduling right now. It's it's so scheduling exactly. is hard because everybody's back to work and the new year. Well, is, and is I took vacation
1: so. and I didn't yeah. do any scheduling while I was on vacation. Right. So <laughs> right. I had to do it all this week. (laughs) So So, here we go.
0: We, we are back at it. It's it, it, We're very excited to be back at it. Before we get started today in our conversation about goal setting, setting great goals, uh, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. You can get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list, and we'll send you an email each time a new episode is released. You can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD, and you know, we have this Patreon. Thing. And we love Patreon so much. We love Patreon for a few reasons. The first is it is an incredible community of, of people who are coming together to learn more about their ADHD, to about how they live with ADHD, and about developing the tools and resources and accommodations uh, with the support of one another. Uh, we also love Patreon because if you've if the show has ever touched you, it is a way for you to touch us. That sounds weird. You don't have to actually touch us, but you can reach out to us via Patreon, and for a few bucks a month, you can join this community, and you can—if if this is the sort of thing that matters to you, uh, you can actually give us a few bucks a month and, and know that you're supporting the ongoing development and the ongoing time that Nikki and I put into this show every single week. We just— realize some sometimes numbers actually hit us and and this morning we hit episode 415. that's 415 episodes of, of ADHD and and uh, very early in our careers organizing uh, podcasting that is all available to you so patreon.com/ the ADHD podcast uh, join the community support the ongoing development of this show. Uh, we deeply appreciate your participation there we've talked about this, uh, about this topic, I was looking through our history, and we have talked about goal setting before. Goal setting is an important part of, uh, of it's an important part of, of accommodations that lead to living with ADHD. Uh, can you start by reflecting just a little bit about why, um, why you're coming back to goal setting here and how you're thinking about goals has changed over the years, or if it has?
1: Yes, well, it definitely has because I am certainly one of those people and I'm sure there, there are lots of them listening too where- you set goals and you set all the goals at one time and and you hope that they're all going to come to you at one time and they don't. And it's very disappointing. And you kind of feel like you're on this, you know, hamster wheel over and over and over again each year or each time you set new goals. And the reason I really wanted to, to talk about it right now is because it is the new year, but this is not a show about New Year's resolutions. No. <laughs> so I want to make that very clear. Uh, you can listen to this show at any time during the year and I hope you find it beneficial because it's not about new year New Year's you know resolutions. Per
0: well, se. can I can I interject there because I have a question about that. I yes, have a question. Yes. I'm raising my hand. Nikki Kinzer, why uh, is this not a show about resolutions?
1: Well, because I think that the expectation is so high when you think, okay, it's a new you, it's a new year, it's a time to transform. I'm going to do, again, I'm going to do all these great things that I've been wanting to do. And, you know, you end up doing them for like a day or two or a week and, uh, and then they go away because they're not habits at this point. And it's a very frustrating situation. So what I want to do is I, I, I'm, I'm making it not a New Year's resolutions show because I don't want that expectation there. I okay. don't want that pressure there that, oh, it's already January 10th and I haven't done anything. So I might as well just not try anymore because okay. I've already missed 10 days you know, right. of the new year or right. whatever. Um, and again, I think that it doesn't matter what time of year it is. We all want to set goals for ourselves. And uh, that's a good thing. Whether you have ADHD or you don't have ADHD, the issue with ADHD is that we tend to want more quicker, right? We mm-hmm. we want it now. We don't want to wait. We want to go big or go home. Um, and so there's this... this uh um the waiting piece is difficult the right. breaking it down is difficult to do and so it does it, when you have adhd it adds a different layer where goals can become very unrealistic even though in your heart you think they are right right uh, so that's what i want to kind of sh- you know sh- show some light or uh, put some light on is that let's set these goals but set them in a realistic manner
0: i can i tell you a story i heard with your permission. It's a side story.
1: Yes. It's about sure. gyms,
0: right? So, oh, you yeah. know, New Year's, it's one of the biggest resolutions that people set for themselves is I want to go to the gym. I'm going to get fit this year. I'm going to do my thing. So I was listening to the story on Planet Money uh, that came up and it was on the economics of today's gyms, modern gyms, that the the subscription price has fallen through the floor. Like you want to join, you know, whatever, one of the the corner store big box gyms. It's What is it? 10 bucks a month, 15 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month, whatever. Their economics are such that that they need you to, one, sign up, and two, never show up. And here's here's why. Because there they asked the manager of this gym, how many people could feasibly come in here when you're at max capacity with all of your equipment and everything? Everybody's using everything. And he said 300, about. And uh, they said, now, how many subscriptions do you have? 6,000. Oh, my! So, yes. In order to keep the thing profitable based on the economy of gyms right now, they need you to feel like you are uh, setting your resolutions, you're signing up for your yearly program, and then you don't actually show up. The economy is in, is incenting you to fail. Right, they need you not to show up, and that's why when you walk into these the brand new modern gyms, right, they come out. They they used to be so proud of all of their their equipment, right? They'd have the barbells right up front and the ellipticals right up front. Now, when you walk in, they did a tour of one of the newest of these gym facilities, and there was like a a smoothie bar right in the front, right? And there was a, yeah, there's a, a place, a social place, because really what they want you to do is come in, buy yourself a gym smoothie. Feel like you've gotten the the satisfaction, the dopamine hit of satisfying your goal of going to the gym. You did go to the gym, you drank your smoothie and then get out because mm-hmm. they can't afford you to stay there very long. I think that is fascinating. And that I've been noodling on that about when I think about my sort of theme for this new year and the goals that I want to set up within that that sort of overarching theme uh, and are the goals that I am moving toward. Are they smoothie goals? Right. Are they goals that just give (laughs) me the dopamine push or are they goals that actually encourage me to go through the second set of doors and and find accomplishment? So I don't know how that's going to manifest, but I find it fascinating.
1: I I like the whole thought of is this a is this a smoothie goal?
0: Yeah, (laughs) right.
1: That's good. I like that. Yeah, it's very good. Well, one of the things that I want to do is is review smart goals. And I know that's that's a favorite. It is a favorite and it's one of those things that I know for me personally, I get sick of looking at because I'm like, yeah, I know. I know what smart goals are. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But they really are smart. And I do want to, you know, review what they mean because it does help when you are setting up realistic goals is to go through this process Mm -hmm. and make sure that your goal is a smart goal. So I'm going to do that very quickly. The first one is the S right? Uh, From smart, S Mm -hmm. is specific. So Mm -hmm. whatever your goal is, you need it to be very direct, detailed, and meaningful. So it has to be specific. You got to know what you're doing. Um, Measurable is the M. You want to track your progress. You want to know when you've succeeded. You want to know what those milestones look like, what what progress looks like, right? So we want to know you know, how are you going to measure this? A, it has to be attainable. And this is where we're going to talk about today is the, you know, how realistic is this? Do you have the tools that you need? Uh, Are you starting with the right amount of goals? Are you starting small, which is a big thing that we're going to be talking about? Are you starting with one thing at a time? Um, All of these things we need to think about, you know, is it attainable for me to actually get this goal? Mm -hmm. The R is relevant. And I think this is really important to ADHD is you have to connect your values and your motivation to your goal. And we talked about this a little bit at one of our last shows in 2019 with motivation is that you've got to connect those values. You got to look at what is important to you, to your goal, and that's going to help with your motivation. So it has to be relevant. And then time-based, it needs to have a deadline. And, you know, I think that there is a saying somewhere that a goal is just a dream if if it's not, if it doesn't have a deadline, it goes on the shelf or some, I can't remember mm-hmm. what the thing is, but it's basically saying that, you know, if you don't have a deadline, it's just going to sit on the shelf. right? And so it is important that we pay attention to our goals. And I think that that's the biggest thing with ADHD is remembering them, paying attention to them, having them in front of us and focusing on one thing at a time. So this attainable piece Where do you fall? Like I've already shared that I fall into. I want everything to happen at once.
0: Yeah yeah I really do and that 's that is a a huge challenge for me because uh, and and I think you know generally with adhd um, the the attainability part is the thing where uh you know i will I will go one of two directions one i 'll want the whole thing and i 'll want it now, and if i can 't have it now in the back of my lizard brain, I will uh, go back to bed or you know binge something else or whatever, or I will fall into an unhealthy hyper focus where I will find myself uh so attentive to breaking down the attainability into like sprint like a, a sprint goal and then I will achieve it and then I will never do the thing again. Right. And I've, right, I've used my example yeah. of like, you know, pull ups like I did the the pull up right. challenge years ago and I could do 20 pull ups in a row without touching the floor and years go by. And now once I achieved that, I was done like I I achieved that. So I met my goal, but I never actually got to the the integrative part, which which was which is the next sort of step, I, I think, for me. And that's a huge challenge.
1: Well, and that's a really good point because, you know, when we look at smart goals, we're looking at measures, right? We want something yeah. to be able to track your progress. And I think that there are different kinds of goals out there. There's the the goals that really do have a start and an end, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay, I want to organize my garage, which I have to tell everybody we started doing during this my vacation. Yes. Can I
0: can I ask though, did you repair the ceiling?
1: Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> That that still exists there. Uh, that prior still episode. Exists. If you,
0: you go back and listen to Nikki's uh, attic, <laughs> but story. I've cleaned so up good.
1: everything underneath. You know, good. like the, the, the parts of the ceiling that fell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all cleaned up now. Okay, good. So, anyway, sidetrack, right? Yeah. But uh, that that does have sort of a beginning and an end. But then there's a maintenance piece to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So even though we may get to a point where, OK, we're good with this, this we can park our cars, whatever, um, there's still a maintenance that we have to talk about. So it goes further. If you're trying to do pull ups, you had a very like when you do a challenge, you had an end Result mm-hmm. or an end goal right which resulted into 100 pull-ups a day
0: no sorry <laughs> i don't okay, ever we'll want to be on the right 20 in a row and okay, that's i'm shot a for a couple of days so yeah
1: One, yeah anyway well we'll pretend that, yes let's you know, pretend 20 that to i can do 100, 100 wherever, yeah, yeah, wherever right. you fall <laughs> Uh, but I think you do make a really good point. It's like, okay, so am I done with this? Or do I want to make this more of a lifestyle? Do I want to make this into something that's more of a habit into a daily thing that I'm going to do pull-ups every day? Um, And so I think that when you are thinking about your goals, that is probably a very important thing to be thinking about is what happens after you feel like you've accomplished it. And do you ever get to a point where you're fully accomplished or is it just always, Progress because I know, like with me living a healthy lifestyle, there is no end result. It, it's just a matter of me feeling better. Am I doing the things that are important to me that are going to take care of me? You know, that's an ongoing thing, but it is a goal. Yeah. So we do have to kind of break that down. And I think that's part of where I want you to start is to think about what it is that you really want mm-hmm. when you sign up to do a challenge. What is it that you really want from the challenge?
0: Right. Yeah, is how it is just your a is saying? it a behavior change or is it right. is it a a, a one time accomplishment? And uh I, I think the behavior change is the thing that's that's so hard for uh ADHD, oh. right? It's it's that it's, it's knowing hard. I have to integrate this into my life. Like I can I can find at some point this is the the uh you know infinite typewriters infinite monkeys conundrum, right? Eventually, they're going to type everything in the world. Eventually, living in my house long enough, I will find a hyper-focus groove to accomplish all the one-time chores, (laughs) all the one-time attainable goals. Eventually, it'll all get done, right? In the infinite timescape. But changing the way I live so that I am better attuned to do things when I want them and how I want them to be done and not relying on just Luck and happenstance to get them done. That's the hard part for me.
1: It is. It is. It is. And that's where the work has to come in. That's where the planning has to come in, the focus, all of that. Yeah. Breaking these things down. And, and so, you know, I think that one of the, the, uh, biggest issues that I see with clients, especially when I first meet with clients at the very beginning, and they feel like they have a lot they want to work on. Mm-hmm. They don't know where to start because they want to do everything, right? They they want everything. And so what we have to do too is really zero in on what's bugging you. What What are the areas in your life that's keeping you up at night? And maybe you need to talk to somebody about this. Talk with a partner about, you know, I really want to work on this part of my life. Let's, let's break that down together and see what that that looks like? What would be what would have the biggest impact on you right now? So, we want to be very specific. So, if you're looking at ADHD characteristics, so symptoms of ADHD, things that you uh, would like to work on. So, for example, it's being um, not being late to work anymore. Okay, so that's a specific thing you want to make sure you're not late to work anymore. That has an impact on you, it has an impact on your. Um, people that you work with, all it's keeping you up at night because now you're worried that you're going to miss your alarm, right? I mean, mm-hmm. all these things could be happening. So that's what we want to look at is just getting you out the door on time. We don't need to look at time management as a whole. We don't need to look at uh, everything, that that has to do with time and productivity and everything. We're just looking at that one piece. Uh, so we want to break these things down. If you're looking to lose weight, if you're looking to train for a marathon, organizing your home, whatever it is, we want to break these things down. And then what is the one area that you can work on? So if you're losing weight, can you just look on? Can you just focus on your diet right now, your nutrition, uh, and not worry about exercise? And I'll tell people. Exercise if and, and, and I care about this because it's something that I care about. So that's why I'm sharing it. If you are looking to lose weight, look at your nutrition first, because the process is 80% your food, 20% exercise. Right. So you got to get your food right first. Don't try to do both. Right, especially if it's overwhelming. But get the food right, and then bring in the exercise. So that's how you can bring that, you know, to break that down.
0: But you know, that's that's a really important thing to to say. And using the exercise, it's a it's a great example, and it's a thing that I think a lot of people misunderstand if they've never if they've never tried and failed enough times to actually ask this question: Why am I not losing weight? I go to the gym every day, right? Right. It's it is because they haven't gotten to the point. Of asking the question, is there something else going on inside me with this process and chemistry that if I don't change what I eat, I'm not going to lose weight. And in fact, I can lose weight and a lot of weight by changing what I eat and not going to the gym at all right i mean that that's a right. really important thing to to be aware of that you know the the exercise is great for your heart and your lungs and your brain and all of those things but the food is what really predominantly defines the your your living with the weight that you live on with on your body right? I mean, that's absolutely. those two things. You can do those things separately and you should do them yes. both.
1: Well, and th- and that's it. Is you don't have to do them both at the same time. Yeah. Look at what, you know, what is going to have the bigger impact? Your nutrition. Absolutely. Which, mm-hmm. which is what you just said. And so and it's also, you know, I've been uh, doing intermittent fasting now for about Seven months, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's been really helpful for me. But I'll tell you, intermittent fasting is also not going to make you lose weight if all you're eating in the time that you're yeah. that you're allowed to eat is a bunch of junk food. Exactly. So again, you have to really think about your nutrition and what you're you know what you're fueling your body in. Well, uh, and with.
0: that that begs the next question, which is not just if you're not thinking about if you think about it at any goal you're trying to set, right? Anything to make it attainable are you looking at the issue from every single angle, right? If you're not looking at your weight loss goals from every single angle, if you're only attributing your perception of going to the gym as the thing that's going to solve this problem, then you're not looking at it completely and you probably won't have the success that you're looking to achieve. What are you trying to achieve and are you looking at it from every possible perspective so that you understand it completely before you start the work? Right. That's that's the thing that I think we we sometimes fail to do. And from the ADHD perspective, we fail to do it because in our minds, it's too easy to finish before we even start. Right. It's right. too easy for me to paint a picture in my head that satisfies that dopamine push that I've already lost the weight. I'm doing fine. I better go buy some skinny jeans because I'm mm. already skinny in my head and I want to be ready <laughs> for Wednesday when I'm actually skinny in my bod. And so, right. like, it's just everything moves way too fast. And so I think taking the time to slow down and, and uh, you know, practice sort of mindful goal setting is is really helpful.
1: Well, and even with nutrition too, you can break that down to what's a good lunch. What are yeah. some good, healthy snacks? Okay, I'm just going to focus on the snacks. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to focus on drinking more water. I mean, you can break these things down really quite small mm-hmm. and make a huge impact and difference in your life. And once you're getting the water down, okay, then I'm going to, you know, add some healthy snacks. Okay, well, now instead of reaching for potato chips, I'm reaching for some almonds. Okay, this is working. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's those small steps. And and I think that I, I watched this video recently on Facebook and it was really good. It was talking about how, again, our goals seem to have this end point when they really don't and we're not recognizing the progress. So we're just assuming that if we don't get, you know, five healthy, you um, dinners, you know, that week that somehow we have not succeeded. But if we got one or two healthy dinners that week, we don't look at that. We're not seeing that as progress. It's all or nothing. And we know that this is a huge thing for ADHD. It's all or nothing. And so something I want to really remind folks out there that are listening is that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It's progress. It's it's one day at a time. Whatever your goal is, you take it one day at a time and you look at that progress. So it could be just one more glass of water that day. Um, it could be that you didn't drink any water, but you know what? You get to do it tomorrow. So now I'm going to look at tomorrow and I'm going to see some progress by by focusing in on that. Mm-hmm. So it is, it's, it's breaking it down, paying attention to it and looking at that progress and not looking at it as just an end. Results or you know all or nothing.
0: Um, I I want to uh, take a question because I think it's a, a yes. really good time for this that that uh, Melissa just posted and the, the question is this: What is a good way to see all of the angles of a goal with ADHD without getting overwhelmed at all of the steps necessary to reach a goal? Uh, I I think that's this is a really timely question for the podcast because you know we talk it's easy for us to talk about uh, exercise um, in in this. Context that this is a thing that we've um, you know that that you and I have both dealt with, and we both you know failed enough times at it that we've asked that question and we've done that research and we know how it works with our own bodies. Um, but uh, let's take one that's not an exercise-related goal. Can we can we break down a different? uh goal and and uh, put some steps in place, like what would a practice be to actually see all those angles?
1: What I would say this is where you're creating your vision of what it is that you want, right? so you're going back to that question of what is it that I really want? and so what I want you to do is imagine that there's a bridge. And you're, you're on one side of the bridge and you're looking at the other side, right? So you haven't crossed it yet. You're just looking at the other side. What does the other side look like? So what, and you're not going to worry about how you're going to get there. And we're also not going to worry about what traffic we're gonna get into when we get over there or when we're trying to get over there or if there's an accident that happens it happens, and now we're stalled. We're not thinking about that yet. We're just thinking about what is the vision? What is it that you want? what What is it that you really want? I'm gonna go back to the example of I don't wanna be late to work anymore. Okay. So we know that right now I'm late to work all the time and it's not a lot. It's maybe five or 10 minutes, but it's just enough to bug people. It's just enough to, for people to notice. I have to ask myself some questions. What, what do I see around me? How am I feeling? And I want to paint a picture around what my life would look like if I was not late to work anymore. And so it may be that I'm more calm, right? I have a morning routine. Again, I, I say that though, and I want to be careful that we're not getting to the how yet. Mm-hmm. I just want you to look at what, you want.
0: Well, what does it look like when I get to work, right? When I get to work, I'm sitting at my desk and I have coffee and my resources are ready and in front of me. And I am, uh, you know, I'm able to start answering my phone and I have a schedule for when I'm looking at my email. And and all of those things in, are are a state, right? They're a state of, yes. of practice.
1: And you can see that people around you are responding to you well. yes. Yeah, so oh, instead, that's really great. Yeah, so instead of your boss kind of giving you a, a a glare, they're actually saying good morning, how are you? How was your weekend? How is your evening? Yeah. Right. We have a we have this meeting that's really important. Make sure you do, you know, make sure you know what you need for it or whatever, right? Right. So yeah, let's pay attention to what people how people are responding around you and how you feel.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And write all of it down. Right. There is something about the process of writing it all down in bullets. Right. Because I think that is what allows you to transition to a practice and and a checklist. Right. Is is, uh, starting to look at the things that you have done. Uh, That you have achieved in this final vision and then back into what it would take to actually get there. In the exercise example, which I already said I didn't want to talk about again, but I'm going to do it anyway. uh, One of the questions that would come down to that, that I would be writing down is. Why am I not losing weight in spite of my rigorous exercise routine that I am meticulously hyper focusing on, right? That question is what eventually led me to come to a better understanding of the chemistry of my body. And that comes off of that process of turning um, an end state into a set of goals.
1: Without that vision, too, where does that leave you? You don't really know what you want. Exactly. So then what does that lead? That leads to a very unspecific. Too broad of goal that we can't reach because we really don't know what it is. Right. So, um, yeah, that that vision is really kind of putting all of that together, and then you can start. I think what you're saying, and and what I would say is now you're you're going to figure out how do I get to the other side of the bridge. Yeah, yeah. What what are the things that I need to do? What kind of action needs to be taken? If you do the same things, this is what, uh, um oh, who's the famous person who said this? If you do the same things, you're going to get the same result.
0: Yeah, expecting different results, right? It's the definition of insanity, right? I think it's attributed to Einstein. I'm not sure anymore. I think it's one of those. And it's Uh, so true though,
1: right? Like we, we can think and plan and do, do the same things over and over again, but we're going to continue to get the same results if we don't get out of our comfort zone. And that's the biggest thing. And it is uncomfortable to want to go for that vision. uh, Right. Because it is something that we're not used to. It's something that is scary. And there's a lot of limiting beliefs that can come forward. You know, I've tried it before. Why, why is now going to be any different. I mean, there's so much that could be going on. Yeah. So this is work. This is not an easy thing to do. Um, but we got to start breaking that down and look at what is the action that is required. If you don't know about nutrition, you got to start doing some research. Yeah. And you got to start learning about what sugar does to your body. You have to start learning about what carbs do your, do your body. You have to think, you have to start thinking about what happens when you're dehydrated, um, when you don't have the right uh, nutrition. If you're trying to get to work on time, what do you need to do that's different in the morning? Because something's not Happening
0: that allows you to go through and look at every part of your morning process. Part of right. it maybe that your your energy is too low. Maybe now you have to look at your breakfast. So how do you solve your breakfast? Maybe you have to go exactly. get a NutriBullet so you can make an easy smoothie and just walk out the door with a travel mug and have a great breakfast in five minutes. And also you already you now you need to know where your keys are, and now you need to know where your phone is charged, and all of those um, sort of pieces like. We're going to use every part of the buffalo here, right, uh, as right. as we started. But you, it doesn't start until you actually, um, you know, document that end state and build your way back into it. That's that I think is the is the lesson for me around setting attainable goals is having a clear understanding of of what I want to achieve and going through the process of documenting how I'm going to get there backwards, Um and that's it's very helpful.
1: We have to go back to connecting our values to our motivation. What is driving you to do this? You know, internally, externally, how is your life going to be different if you have this in your life? You know, and what is the cost if you're not working on your goal? If you're going to continue doing the same things all the time, the way that you've been doing them, what's the cost to that? So we need to, to put all of those together, the vision, document it, and, and why it's important. And then we also need to start documenting the action steps too, right? Because th- those are the things that get really lost because if they're not in front of us, we don't do them. So it's important. Um, uh, something that I've done with a coach that I worked with earlier in 2019 is, is I write these, these goals down. And, uh, as I, as I continue to work on them because they're progress goals right? Then I'm able to continue to think of ways of how am I going to remember to do this? Uh, do I need to put a glass of water, you know, next to my sink so I remember to take my vitamins in the morning? Whatever it might be, you have to have these little tools and triggers and reminders to remind you what those small steps are. And uh, and that's part of the work. And again, I, we talked a long time ago about um, building mini habits and, and Stephen Geis has a great book about many habits and how you can start with one push-up. You can start with one healthy meal. Um, And that's really what I believe in, is that you've got to start small, build it up, and, and keep recognizing the progress that you're making. And then when you get to the other side and you feel really good about it, I think you also have to be okay with relapsing, right? But knowing that you can get back on. That even if you have a couple weeks when you were on vacation and you didn't pay, you know, you didn't pay attention to this, um, or you had a couple of emergencies that happened in the morning and you were late, that doesn't have to determine, you know, the future. You can get back into your routines. You can get back into focusing on what's important and, and review these things. Review the documentation, which is why it's so important you document.
0: And keep it present in front of you. I feel like that's that's one of those things that, that goes. I, I, I know with ADHD, n- nothing goes without saying. It also doesn't go without writing it down. And uh, yeah. I, I have you a remember. whiteboard right by my desk here. And it's just something that I keep these goals and themes and checklists that I'm in process. Always just write them down. Keep a note open. Absolutely. Uh, so that you can practice this stuff. This is good stuff. And what a great way to start our year. Yes. Uh, hopefully, the, the conversation in inspires some of you to uh, take on something new hopefully in a new way looking at every part of the buffalo every part of the buffalo
1: every part of it
0: yeah thank you there everybody.
1: you go and in the next few weeks we'll be talking more about the workplace so that's don't right. forget to come back and listen to us at the workplace.
0: go listen to Pete and Nicky that's it right yeah it all right thanks everybody thanks for downloading and listening to this show we appreciate your time and your attention this fine 2020 Uh, Happy New Year. And uh, on behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. We'll see you next time, right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.